The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Welcome everyone to the seventh episode of the Three Guys All Balls podcast, the only podcast that's willing to admit that Nirvana is overrated. I'm Garrett Crow. I'm Josh Whitney. I'm Matthew Scott Hatton. Let's have a good episode. I have a concussion. Yeah, this has been, uh, I went over my week uh, and I just got a concussion in jiu-jitsu on Tuesday. That sucks. I hit the wall really hard uh, doing some rolls. I wasn't paying attention. I hit myself. And then Tuesday uh, or Wednesday, the following day, I kept forgetting to eat. Like I already ate and then I kept eating again. And I just threw it up. Just felt like shit. Today I'm doing a little bit better. I just didn't realize it was that serious. I needed to rest. So that's where I'm at. My week was pretty good. That's good. Uh, I, let me think what I did. Probably nothing of any real importance. I worked a lot. Pokemon Go, doing you a lot of that. You did not support me in the gym that I took over next to your house. I did. I added one. Did you? Yeah. Nice. I missed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I accused one. you of not supporting me in that gym. Fucking <laughs> bitch. I had something. I had something in my head. Oh yeah. Well, I want to give a quick shout out to my little brother. His uh, softball team, Cranberry Performance Plus, is currently playing in the championship game of their league. I so, had to miss it again. Yeah, Matt is That's on the team, though. but he's also right. here. So he's yeah. he's supporting from afar. Yeah, but so, he chose the right thing. Yeah, so uh, I just want to say good luck, and hopefully they can fucking win it. Here, Matt, you're up, buddy. Uh, good luck, guys. I'm going to keep this fucking brief and just let everybody know that my week has been total shit. Because of one day. No, it's been shit, dude. Today. Fucking brand new cars, fucking broken. Oh, but you got, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, dude. I don't get a fuck if I get a fucking 20, 25 car that's never even been driven by anybody in the world. It's principal. You want your car. That's what my dad said. I hit a ball into the woods and then I fucking birdied. And he's like, well, you got birdie. I was like, I don't give a fuck. That's not the point, dude. I didn't hit this ball good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, I'm all about, I'm a man of fucking principle. Like, man of honor. Sometimes. But yes, just the fact that my car has been shitted up and I fucking just I just had a rough week. Like my my brain is stressed. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, your brain is stressed. His brain is broken. Yeah, my brain hasn't been. This would be the fucking all brains podcast. All brains, fucking or no brains, fucked up brains. Fucked up brains podcast. But uh, yeah, we'll hop right into some NBA news. Uh, Today was uh, Kobe Bean Bryant's fortieth birthday. Kobe so, Raper Bryant. So happy birthday, Kobe. Fucking happy rape day. Since it's your birthday, I'll just say, uh, fucking, I don't know who's the best of all time, Michael Jordan, LeBron, or Kobe. Yeah, well, I'll bring him right into the conversation on, on my own right he's here. He's finally been put it's on. not Kobe. Yeah, but he's finally. This is the first uh, legit sports show that he's been put on the radar for best. We're the first ones to do it. Yeah. We're doing what nobody else is <laughs> doing. We'll put Kobe in the conversation with the greatest of all time. We're the first... Kobe Bryant podcast. Yeah. Pro Rapist Podcast. Oh, I won't go that far. <laughs> I mean, it's Kobe Bryant. You know, we can't take He's a pro baller. Deal. First pro and baller. foremost. <laughs> pro baller. He fucking pro balled those fucking pro things all over the place. <laughs> He's pro balled his way, right? Uh, so, it was announced that he would uh, join the Big Three, Ice Cube's Big Three League. Nice. And then his wife took to Instagram and said... Damn, nah, nah, he's gonna spend time with his family. And then another guy came out and said, Nah, April Fool's on you, Kobe's wife. He actually is gonna play. So, no one really knows, but I kind of hope he does play because uh, 
it'd be pretty exciting to see him get out there and fucking, it'd be fucking Mamba mentality, the cool big three. Watch him he's, tear his fucking Achilles again. I don't care what he says. He's always been uh, fun to watch. Oh, he's definitely fun to watch, dude. But like, he's from that time. And I just want to see him do this. The fucking, the fucking yeah, Kobe face. The fucking, he gets that and he just does this. Yeah. For, for people, guy. for people on audio, he is definitely just holding that dude, fist up. Tiger has a way better fucking fist pump than Kobe. <laughs> dude, who, watch, just, who would win in a fight? Kobe or Tiger? Kobe well, Bryant. Tiger's half Asian, so you gotta yeah. think that fucking mystical fucking. Kobe Bryant chambers is shit, like dude. seven feet taller than Tiger Woods. Yeah, Tiger Woods is a short guy. He's, He's stacked. stacked though, dude. He's jacked. But Kobe, Kobe's a pretty decently built well, guy, too. Fucking, Tiger has no back and Kobe has no ankles. So. Yeah, so we'll see what's more important. It's like a slug versus a fucking dragon. LeBron James would beat them both up. Probably. He could beat everybody in the world. Did you guys see his fucking NBA 2K rating? No. And his NBA fucking Live rating? It's EA Sports. EA Sports gave him a 97. And yeah, uh, the next highest one is Durant at ninety-five. Yeah, well, as long as Embiid is like he's a ninety, highest. ninety-one. It's the first time he's ever like been the greatest player in the game. But he's really? like, so if you think about this, he's he hasn't in the past five years, he hasn't been MVP, and in the past five years, he hasn't even been Player of the Month. Well, Kyle Korver is Player okay. of the Month. Fucking Kyle Korver, former Sixer. We talked about this the other day. It's that fucking effect where like. They're You've so been good. So good that like if you don't live up to the hype of your best seasons, then you don't get credit and for being good anymore. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron what well, happens Rodgers, to it happens to Aaron Rodgers? It happens to Tom Brady. Tom it's like Rose. almost like they ha- fucking Mike Trout. Mike Trout probably is the definition of it. Nobody even knows who he is because he's like playing at midnight every night. You know, he's <laughs> yeah, like, like a fucking real working man, blue collar million dollar he's, athlete. He's the nice shit. He's the night shift of baseball players. He is. But, but yeah, that's cool. I say, like, I, I don't know. It would be kind of cool to see Kobe out there just doing his thing. I want to see him in the in, uh, Bavar Balls in the league. Uh, I mean, <laughs> with the junior basketball yeah. players. I'm like, probably the few that watch the big three, like, regularly. Yeah. And it's actually pretty fucking Generally, good. it's pretty good to watch. Yeah. Like, it's, they're not fucking off. Like, they're hustling hard. They're playing defense. They're, like, physical. You know, it's not yeah. like... Anything Ice Cube's going to attach his name to it, it's going to be good. Yeah, I oh, mean, you know, there's great players. Now. I mean, fucking, my favorite one is probably Katino Mobley. People don't remember yeah. when Stevie Franchise and Katino Mobley just dominated shit. Oh, dude, Houston was the shit yeah. at that time. Like, then, and, you know, Steven Jackson's playing. Fucking Meta World Peace was playing. Fucking Ron Charles Oakley was, was playing. Now he's just a coach. Dr. J's a coach. Alan Iverson he was, was supposed to play. <laughs> skipping fucking games. You probably heard that coach. Yeah, dude, talking about practice. Uh, fucking Richard Lewis. Like, there's a shit. Uh, Jason Williams played for a while. Oh, there, there's Cor- so many, dude. Corey McGetty is one of my personal, like, dude. favorite players of all time. Like, dude, he was just fun, dude. He was fun. He actually tore his ACL last year. Or broke his ankle. One, Jason Williams and him both got hurt. One, like, fucked their ankle up. One fucked their knee up. Spaghetti came back this year. Jeremy. I heard that uh, Tyron Lue is going to have surgery to not look like a Hershey Kiss. God, he he's is. like a light Hershey. He's like the vanilla Hershey Kiss. Or, no, I'm thinking of uh, what's the coach from the Cowboys? Yeah, that's what you're thinking of. Tyron Lue. He's an ugly. He looks like a Hershey Kiss. He looks like a gremlin. Dude. If you just took his face and put it on fucking Pokemon Go, it would be Sunken or whatever. But fucking <laughs> I feel like a grimace. Or the fucking what's the blue dude? The Boba Fett. No, from a fucking. Whooper, 
Oh, yeah. yeah the dude that weird. looks like a fucking blue chicken nugget. Yeah. He looks like a smushy ball. Here's your kiss. He does. Yeah. Like, like when, you put, when, when you put them on them peanut butter cookies and it's still yeah. a little warm and the yeah. top smushes in. Yeah. Yeah. At least, like, he got stepped over by Iverson. Yeah, dude, that's his claim to fame, dude. Yeah. And being assistant coach to LeBron. Yeah, he's yeah. about to coach the worst team in the league ever. <laughs> hey, man. They got K-Love still. And if he can... Well, no, dude. K-Love was arguably a top five player in the league in he Minnesota. Top 10 at worst. Fucking yeah. 20 and 10, 20 and 15. Yeah, dude. He was I a monster. I sound effect for that. Fucking... That's how good he is. See, when he played in fucking Minnesota, well, he came out of UCLA and he was kind of chunky and undersized for a power forward. And then all of a sudden, he's like... Scoring 20 plus a game and pulling down 15 rebounds a game. Yeah, dude, I miss fat Kevin Love. Yeah. He was bald, Kevin too. Love. Like, he had that short fucking buzz cut. He was good. Now he's a sex symbol. And then fucking Andrew Wiggins had to go. The Canadian banking. Burnt banking. Andrew fucking Wiggins had to go. He's burnt because he sucks. Yeah. I, I, Andrew I, I, Piggins. He's fucking horrible. Overrated as shit. Breakfast. Maybe that's why he's burnt banking. He's overrated. Fucking celebrate, man. Like, Bagan's good until yeah. you fucking burn it. Well, dude, his, his calling card. His calling card coming out of college. Or, yeah. Kansas. Kansas, yeah. He, uh, fucking defense. His offense will come around, but his defense will translate instantly to the NBA. The motherfucker ranks dead last in the NBA <laughs> two years ago in defense, and I'm pretty sure he was close to that last season, too. Ass. What happened? Ass. I just, I fucking don't understand. But... Moving on from there, uh, the Players Association and stuff, they're looking into some rule changes. Uh, they're thinking about a 14-second shot clock after an offensive rebound, which, I mean, in theory, would make the games higher scoring because there's not nine, 10 less seconds each possession on an offensive board, so they got to get their shots up. Either it's going to be real sloppy or they're going to score more. But yeah, who's not going to do good on that? Uh, what's that one dude who fucked up during the uh, finals? JR. JR. JR Henny. Henny Vision, dude. Guys, I apologize. My brain is not 100%. So, yeah, um, JR Smith is not going to do good with any rule changes. I think it's nah. a good rule change just because that shit kind of kills teams. You yeah. know, when there's output, I mean, it's, there's going to be more output on the court. I mean, it'll definitely <coughs> open up, like, comebacks potentially. Like, well, you know, if you're down four and you're on defense and you give up three offensive rebounds, I mean, that's saving 10 seconds of possession. Yeah. You know? Uh, I mean, like, realistically, most offensive rebounds result in a put-back put dunk or, like, a quick layup. So, like, well, literally, yeah. they're a second into the shot the low, clock I anyway. Mean, <laughs> the threes, though, you know, when they, they ball rebounds, they yeah. just bring it out and hold it. I think that's why they did it, because yeah. the game has become more, uh, there's more distance in the game now. So. Too bad they can't fucking speed base. Well, and, oh, yeah, they'll, they'll try until they're fucking blue in the face, they, but that'll never happen. All they have to do is add pads. Let dudes run into each other, or at least create Speaking some of which, like, they don't even need pads in the end. Mo- moving on. Yeah, uh, they're going to try to simplify the clear path foul. That's a good thing, too. Yeah, yeah, I say, because it's... You see it every game, and it gets called yeah. half the time. Yeah, I, like, I can't really ever... Like predict correctly when it's going to be called. No, you think a dude's on a breakaway. Oh, yeah. look, guy's just going to foul him. Because I've seen be... it called when a dude's four feet in front of the pack. And I've seen it called when a dude's 14 feet in front of the pack. Like, obviously, he should be on a clear path in the basket, but just because he's two feet in front of five other dudes doesn't mean he's on a clear path. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's confusing as shit. 
And but, I don't know, people don't know what the clear path battle is. It's relatively new. It's basically if a dude gets a rebound or an outlet pass and he's on a breakaway and he has nobody obstructing his path to the basket and he gets fouled intentionally, they get free throws yeah, and yeah, the ball. It's, yeah, it's free throws, which is nice. It's, it's smart because he's scoring. Like, he's pretty much, unless he misses a dunk or a layup, he's getting two points. Yeah. Like, yeah. Unless you're fucking, like, Jimmer for debt and then just, like, pull up from 40 feet out. And then pull and, Kobe. And then go to fucking China, pull we up from 40 feet out there. We have a breaking Bleacher Report announcement that uh, Tyrod Taylor's hand injury, he will return. Uh, he will return? Okay. Yeah, we'll return. Good deal. Mm-hmm. As I say, that, that's a very Browns thing. I saw that... Uh, Denzel Ward went down with an injury this game, and then Tyrod went out with an injury, and I'm like, Browns can't have nice things. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> they got to get called upon early. And uh, the hostile axe rule, they're trying to redefine that. They're just like... It sounds intense. What's that? Well, it's any time that a player intentionally will like try to strike another player Trump's in the head, axe. whether it's like an elbow or like a thrown punch or something, and it... Usually results in like a flagrant one or a two, depending like on the severity. Draymond Green or a Tristan Thompson bullshit, angry fucking frustration foul. Yeah, just want something stupid. Rasheed Wallace was but like the king of the I've team. also seen guys go up, get a clean block, and brush a forehead and get a fucking flagrant one called oh, on yeah. him. So it definitely is a rule that needs reworked because, because, like, something like that. It's obviously not intentional a, at all. It's a judgment call, too, because yeah. I think the rule is just, like, excessive contact. Yeah, to, to the head, head of a player, yeah. yeah. Well, how do you define excessive if it's, like, you know, just a bang-bang play? I feel like they're, again, uh, one step ahead of the NFL because the NFL took a two... They were too aggressive on trying to change rules to make the game better. The NFL is horseshit. And they've done horseshit. The NBA has waited a decade before they are like, you know what, let's well, change it. And they do it slowly. Yeah. I say they, like, slowly implement, like, something small. Each season, like, oh, here, well, and, well, and before you know it, you don't realize that right. it's happening, and you know, and the game runs seamlessly. In the NFL, they're like, fucking right. seven different rule changes. And you can pinpoint the year. <laughs> don't lower your head and right. tackle. But if you look at the NBA, and you're thinking about like the '80s, early '90s generation. You're thinking like the bad boy Detroit Pistons. Yeah. But you can't tell me when that era stopped. In the NFL, you can pinpoint like 2014, like. No more hometowns. Now the game's soft. Or, you know what I mean? Like, if yeah, you went yeah. back and looked at tape, you'd be able to and, and games I, I'm completely fine. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with the no, like, targeting right. helmets rule. Like, that's a fine rule. And But, like, they are taking it so over yeah, the top. That, uh, Minnesota Vikings-Jaguars game when fucking... Or dude, was the Seahawks. It was the Seahawks. Seahawks. Fucking... The dude sacks the quarterback perfectly. Like, a textbook tackle, in my opinion. And he lands... On top of the quarterback, and we're like, barely. Fucking the announcer, the, the commentators say the same thing all the time. It's ridiculous because it, it was just there's no need. Yeah, the NFL is pretty much it paying their the salary, game. and they're like, "What the fuck? Yeah. Right? What is it, this?" It takes the game backwards, and it also it changes the outcome of a lot of games. When there's oh, that hundred percent. Everything. See, that's calls. that's a rule that needs looked at because like you, you see fucking things like say two separate plays. Each team, yeah. one of them gets called, one of them doesn't, and I'm yeah. like, you know, if you're gonna call it one way, you gotta call it both Dude, ways. In that Jaguars uh, Patriots playoff game last year, Jalen Ramsey and uh, Bouye got fucked on pass interference calls that eventually led to the Patriots winning that game. Yeah. Like the one play, I think uh, Ramsey kind of turned his back to the receiver and like kind of butted his ass out of bounds. Yeah. And they called pass interference. But he was looking at the ball. Yeah, so. he was playing the ball, not the right. man. You know, the Patriots lead the league in uh, fewest fumbles, uh, not fewer, or 
fewest fumbles uh, not recovered. Like lost. They, yeah, fewest fumbles lost. I believe it. Nope, yeah. you know what? As much as I hate the Patriots, smart. and as much as I hate Belichick, he's All a good coach. Well, I say he preaches ball security, yeah. and he's he's smart about the game. That's a stat that, like, adds up quick, though. You know, oh, like, the, the, the more you limit your turnovers, like, obviously the better. The better your team's going to be, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Vegas still says, uh, takes fumbles as random. I mean, technically, they are random plays. Yeah. But every play, there's also a player going for that ball. Like, <laughs> so, like, it is it's random in a sense. It's still an important stat. Oh, 100%. It, any, any turnover is super important to the outcome of the game. I gave you some my change from the store. Yeah, there's silver change. Yeah, sure, you, yeah, you, take, no. you take a game, two teams. Quarterback throws zero interceptions. Quarterback throws three interceptions. Generally, the one that throws zero is on the winning side of that game. Oh, like, yeah. b- barring you're facing, like, Brett Favre. Yeah, unless it's, Bill, uh, unless it's Ben, Big Ben, because he can throw a lot of interceptions. He can. He can throw a lot of interceptions. Or he throw in that game against Jacksonville, five. Five, yeah. Fucking Nate Peterman levels. Yeah, dude. And fucking Big Ben's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, so is Nate Peterman. <laughs> <laughs> fucking high school Hall of Famer. Yeah, he probably was. But uh, that's all I have for NBA. I mean, unless anyone has anything else, it's it's slow. It's a yeah, slow yeah, part of the season. A couple more weeks, we'll be in the training camp. Ooh, maybe. Can't wait. We can talk about wait. how Golden State will defend the title against who's going to be the beast in the East this year. Oh, we I think Golden State's going to win the I, title again. Boston's going to wait till next year. I, I do want to add that, on pardon my take, JJ Redick did acknowledge that Brian Colangelo <laughs> does wear excessively large collared shirts. And that's important news. Well, it is when you're... You heard it here first, folks. inside information. Find a new slant. You heard it here It's a normal collar. (laughs) But uh, we'll go on to a little quick touch-up on the MLB. Uh, Boston Red Sox, first team to win 90 games this year. Number one. And no other team has won 80 yet. Yankees are close. They're at 79. I was going to say, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but... I, say, I knew the gap was large. I didn't think it was going to stay that large. Nine, 90 games, man. That's that's huge. There's still what? A month left, a month and a half. Yeah, probably Seven another 30 years. games left, and they're 10 from 100. Yeah. And that feels, and 30 games is like, I mean, that's that's 100 games in dog years. It is. <laughs> Technically. Slow. Oh, God. They, I mean, the, these guys, you know, you have to give baseball players credit. They play 162 games. Some players do not miss a single game. Yeah. Like, that's some players fucking four or five games a week sometimes they're probably just as bored as I am for sure <laughs> oh, some players are probably don't even just end up literally doing nothing oh dude the outfielder yeah. he's like I'm gonna catch exactly one ball today yep. and that's it maybe strike out a couple of times you know, <laughs> you get the the yeah. like, well, honey I got to catch a ball like, God, imagine yeah, being yeah, a, yeah. a bench player like I mean I would oh, don't, don't, don't even say like, I would be thrilled to yeah. make a you're million and a half dollars sitting on the bench every other game Maybe. Why do you think they have so many weird rituals and like things they do on the bench? Like, or they, they fucking come up with the coolest, most elaborate yeah. handshakes. Yeah. Fucking Nomar Garcia Parra adjusted his gloves after every swing of the bat. And not even yeah. a swing, after every pitch. They're literally yeah. together nine months, ten months out of the year, like nonstop. Yeah. From the time spring training begins in like March till the mid October. I miss the day of plane crashes killing baseball players. <laughs> Fucking, I'm going to be happy about that. One. <laughs> but uh, debate time. 
baseball a pro plane crash. What up? Baseball players together so so much. Are they fucking probably. You know what? Homosexuality <laughs> has peaked in the NFL and NBA, and I don't think it's gonna. We're not. I don't know if we've had the gay MLB player yet, have we? We've um, had the gay player from every other major uh, sport. Oh uh, no, man! Tom Gladden was pretty fucking gay. Yeah, did he come out and say good, he was gay? He was super good. I have his autograph. He come out and say he was gay? No, but he just knows what I mean. Like, there's <laughs> players that come out in NBA and NFL, but nobody's come out and said, "Hey guys." Yeah, okay. Michael Sam, not the league. David Cohn. Oral Hershiser, come on, dude. Oral. Tell me His name know. is Oral. Yeah, they didn't fucking Hershiser. Man, he's Jewish, you know. <laughs> but uh, then uh, Michael Kopech, he was a former prospect for the Red Sox. I was real high on him, but he ended up in the trade to the White Sox for Chris Sale. So yeah, no he big said deal. He's ready to put on a uniform and give him. Well, a he actually he had his first MLB start the other night. Pitched nice. pretty well. Dude throws hundred plus miles an hour. He's a monster. And somebody dug up some racist tweets from 2013. (laughs) We were just talking about this on Not So Black Podcast last week. We just talked about how it's super messed up how you can say something on the internet years ago when you're retarded that comes back and haunts you for no reason. Well, I say the kid, I think he's like 24, so five years ago, he was 19 years old. He was older than most of these people that they're taking out the tweets, but like, Still. still, you know... I've said some regrettable things. I will not pass judgment on the guy, but of course, biggest moment of his career, pitches in his first big league game, and then he's like, "Now nah, I gotta go and fucking delete a bunch of tweets." Yeah, what the fuck? Why I hate the fucking internet, man. That's why. It's it's ridiculous, but hopefully this. I mean, it's everything has been seeming to blow over relatively fast in terms of the fucking weird racist Twitter sleuths. Yeah, probably because there's one stupid fucking asshole who's digging his shit up, and the rest of the world's like. Realize he probably has the most racist yeah. tweets. People who dumb shit <laughs> when they're fucking 15, 16, 17 years old. Like, it's news. Like, that's brand new. I have um, one Facebook post that's uh, run fish, two fish, uh, titties fish, and fish with pits. That's the worst Facebook You better post not I've fucking been. hope that gets dug up someday. That's fine. I brought it You just dug it up yourself. Yeah. What the I fuck, dude? Now. You're never going to get a job <laughs> now. A fish with tits. Condescending the fucking women with Shut down his podcast. Yeah. Guys can have boobs too. So and uh, fucking another debate. Since we're gonna have, we're just gonna have debates. Uh, at the age of twenty-seven years old, is Mike Trout a surefire Hall of Famer? Is at this point in his career, everybody at this table. He's better oh. than everybody in the he's whole. He's better. Baseball. Well, he's better than everyone at this table. Younger. He's younger. He's more handsome. He looks older. Huh. Nobody knows who he is though. But outside of does he have racist tweets? <laughs> well, <laughs> see, we're starting this now. We're bringing Someone's up. Someone's gonna dig up is, Mike Trout. Well, is he a Hall of Famer? Now people are gonna be like, Hall no, of Fame of fucking being a racist. Someone tweeted <laughs> Mike Trout that his vagina smelled like trout. Oh, don't want to do that. Yeah, that's fucking racist against vaginas that smell like nah. mine. But no, dude, if that, barring a career-ending <laughs> injury, that motherfucker's. Hall of Fame guaranteed. Well, I so said his numbers right now, like, if he just sticks to what he, I mean, he's the fucking picture of consistency. He so, like, let's just say if he died in a plane crash right now, he, he there would be an award named after him. He probably, probably. oh, yeah, the he Mike Trout the Hall of Fame, probably flying with wings, but he would get like a humanitarian <laughs> award, yeah. 
fine without wings. Yeah. They named a, a, an award after Clemente. He died in a fucking plane crash. That's what happens, dude. How old was he? I'm flow. I'm throwing with everything. He just got his 3,000th hit and died. God, my trout's got to be getting fucking pretty close, actually. But he has 1,500. They should remake Mr. 3000, but with Mike Trout. Instead of burning that. Yeah, what you're in that movie, you die. 330, 340, hits 30 plus home runs a year. Steals 30, 30 bases. bases. He could go down to 280. With 25 20 home runs. to 25 home runs a year and steal, steal less than 20 bases for the rest of his career and still make the Hall of Fame. Easy. What if he becomes like the only baseball player or professional athlete to do what he's doing and be great but not have any scandals? He might. Because really he weird. never even talks. He's either TV fucking the internet, but doing cocaine molesting church boys or doing something fucked up. Well, you know what? He has his closet. Kawhi Leonard was the Mike Trout of basketball Yeah. in terms of like being quiet. And then look what fucking shit show that guy stirred. He got hurt. Mike Trout got hurt briefly last year. I think Mike Trout's just a really good guy. Probably just that's all. Uh, that's what I, you know, that's what I'm going to say. I'm just going to say he's a solid dude. Yeah. He's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, get some car crash and let's, let's have a Mike Trout award on the show for the solid dude of the week. Solid dude of the week. The best... Like first five six years of a career in history, minus like three players, because it's like wins above replacement are the top three. Yeah, yeah. you know. Oh, he's already like fucking one of the all time greats in that stat. Yeah, Mike Trout, which is gnarly. Thirty years. Like I thought, King Griffey Jr. was gonna be the best player of all time. He could have been. And then he got hurt with that hamstring like every single year. And then I thought A Rod had a chance, and then the steroids happened. But Mike Trout hasn't had like any even inkling of. Like nagging injury or no, and there's and yeah, there's no dirty winds blowing. He's just like going about his business. Yeah, I hope he ends up somewhere than other than Los Angeles. He will, he will. That's just the way. I mean, but like he's also one of those dudes that like might just be the most loyal guy ever, and he's just like, yeah, I'll just play my career here. I don't care if I ever win anything. I'm already Hall of Fame too. Angels decide to rebuild though. They don't want to pay out that like kind of with the Pirates and McCutcheon. He would have stayed. Yeah, but they got a rumor right now with him. Yeah, there is. I, I know he was sitting last game he played, and it's, I'm wondering. I wouldn't mind seeing Kutch in fucking Red Sox uniform. He'll go somewhere that's a contender. Or the Nats. No. Fuck the Nats. I no, think I don't think Mike Trout's ever gonna leave because when you bury that many bodies underneath your house, you can't. You can't. You can't lose unless you go to prison. But you know what? He would fit in good with the Red Sox. Like you can pull Jackie Bradley out of the lineup. They could pay it too because yeah. baseball has a salary cap. Well, I say, but like move Mookie Betts to center where he's played before, put fucking McCutcheon move. in right field. I think Mookie Betts should just go to the concession stand. Why? Because he's so fucking good. Yeah, he's just working <laughs> the concession stand. He'll get, I guarantee he'll still get good stats. What? He's still he's still batting three fifty from the concession stand. <laughs> from the concession stand, three fifty. The whole way out. Three fifty solid man. Three fifty is real solid. Joe Nomar batting three ninety. Well, it's no fucking Ted Williams batting 400 either, right. but... That doesn't count. <laughs> that was the time of baseball when there was, like, a lack of... Dude, but imagine how... Playing. Well, imagine how good that fucking guy... Like, how good his stats could Ted have been. Ted Williams like, is an all-time great. Like, but, like, he yeah. left. He, like, quit baseball to go to the fucking military and yeah, serve. Yeah, he was in World War II. <laughs> what a fucking bitch. Yeah. Well, he's like... And then he comes back and he's like, oh, I'm going to yeah. bat 400 and hit 50 and bombs. He was like, gone, like, two years or four years. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was something. And then he came back. Still, like... One of the top home run hitters of all time. Yeah. Don't they Mike, call him Mr. Baseball? Yeah, he's Mr. Baseball. Yeah. That's the fucking best nickname you can have as a baseball player. Yeah. Like, fucking 
Mr. October is a cool name, but like baseball, you know, right now. Ted Williams was the whole sport. You know, like the coolest Pirates baseball player in the game. The most popular one is probably Pops, but the best one is fucking the Cobra, Dave Parker. Oh yeah, yeah. fucking. He what the fuck was uh, he was a right fielder? I Pedro Alvarez is. Fucking big shit. Fucking El Poro or some El shit Poro, like that. Yeah. El fucking Poro. <laughs> like Pirates. Plus we struck out every fucking. Who's the guy who did acid on the game? Doc Ellis, dude. Doc he threw no no on yeah. fucking LSD. Like a fucking G. Yeah, that He's was. He's probably like, I gotta keep this good, fucking man. ball away from this pink dragon. There's a documentary about it on Netflix, dude. He'll yeah, tell you that's all about it. He used to. Movie. He said he was like fucking just blown like rails of cocaine before every game. Dude, that's not surprising. Fucking yeah, Babe Ruth was fucking was fun. Yeah. Babe Ruth was getting fucking shit wasted in the dugout. Fucking pitching no hitters and hitting like fucking seventy bombs a year. Yep. John Goodman played the Babe. George he did. Herman in a he, movie called The Babe, I believe. That was a good ass fucking Babe Ruth too. It was. It was a good one. But uh, that's fun. so uh, okay. Uh, Mike Trout, Hall of Famer. Yay! Yay! Yeah, the Yates have quite a fucking debate. <laughs> but uh, okay, so big small balls. Are we all ready for this? Nope. I'm ready. Uh, you want me to start? Yeah, start it out. I'm gonna skip a little bit ahead when I mention this big baller, baller. But my biggest balls of the week, and it might not even be effective this week. It might be next week. It might be next month. But I'm gonna go with Odell. Cause that motherfucker is about to get his, dude. He's about to make so much fucking money, and he did it. The reason, like, he's getting the big balls for me is because he did it the right way. He didn't have to go to training camp and OTAs. He could have held out like most players do, but he fucking showed up after coming off an injury and did did it the right way. So he's getting big balls for me. Um, I. Did not prepare for biggest and smallest balls, so I'm gonna let you go first, and then I will be a tiebreaker. Uh, uh, my big balls of the week is uh, Bryce Mitchell. He's a mixed martial artist, fights for the UFC. He's ten and zero, and he just oh. drilled his balls in half on accident. He uh, was uh, doing some like remodeling or something. Was holding a board up in the air and had a drill in his pocket, and the drill went off and twisted his nutsack up in the drill bit. And he undrilled it, and it ripped his entire nutsack in half. There's a picture on the internet of like bloody sheets. He but, couldn't take a picture of the script. Well, but that's not the biggest balls part. The biggest balls part is he had the time to send out a tweet prior to getting his balls stitched back together. Yeah, he, he's was like, funny. "Hey, I got an update. Balls are about to get stitched. This is what happened. Fucking ripped them in half on a drill." What Big balls. Fuck? No balls. <laughs> he still has them. Yeah, he's but... like, don't fucking be dropping no lame puns in this here fucking feet. <laughs> he's like, these balls. Are he's like, oh, that's screwed up. <coughs> that shit's nutty. These balls were shit's shit's nutty. That's what he said. He's like, you put some fucking thought into this and you fucking do it now. All I saw uh, was like a little puddle of blood there. Like, too. not puddle of mud, not blurry. It was fucking so Who's my two options? OBJ, fucking nutballer. Fucking Bryce, Bryce Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell, yeah. Fan. Uh, I will say Bryce Mitchell, and then I also have an honorary Big Balls of the Week. Uh, Mike Farron, Brazilian yeah. jiu-jitsu fighter and competitor and uh, all-around good guy. 
He's an athlete, and he started his chemo this week, and he's a fucking champion. Uh, he that's for the fucking sack, also, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's fucking yeah. all balls, dude. Cancer and then spread to his legs, thigh, and lymph nodes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's not. That's not. So I'm gonna give him honorary big balls of the week. Here, well, I, I'll, I'll vote. I'll vote Mike anyway. Yeah. Uh, fucking so game over. Good luck with everything, Mike. If you're watching, I have a good well. That is not the right sound effect. I did not mean yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah, big balls, Mike Barron. We'll <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Game we'll, go, over. we'll go there. Yeah, no. Good luck with your treatments. Hope it goes well. Yeah, yeah bro, so I know. I know it's that. not been going so hot so far, but it'll <laughs> get better. See, yeah, he feels like shit, but I'll see you on the mat soon, man. And everybody, make sure you go onto Facebook and share his GoFundMe page because it's hard to uh, work when you have cancer. So here's a well-known fact about fucking cancer treatments I just want to share real quick speaking of funds my mom worked and I guess it works again at an oncology uh, place and you know people have to go in for treatment like weekly their chemo mm-hmm. treatments or the radiation is like weekly sometimes yeah. often the one treatment for lung cancer it costs the doctor's office $12,000 per shot that needed administered each session so the fucking office is paying twelve G's. What do you think the patient's paying? Twenty. Fuck yeah, that's what I mean. It's, yeah. it's not. It's, it's not. He get, yeah. he, his chemo injection. He had to get a titanium port put into his chest so they could inject it directly into his heart because your heart pumps. That's where your blood oh, goes. Blood so that way it dilutes the medicine is diluted by blood, so it doesn't take such a fucking toll. I wonder what it feels like having a fucking pin. He can't fucking roll on the mat with it, that's for sure. Well, that's, I, I wouldn't even suggest it, probably. Oh, my fork slipped. Think about how bad a big hiccup hurts. Dude, I fucking sneeze and break my back every right. day. So, like, I don't want to... Like, something more than air being in there. Like, that's yeah. fucked, man. That's yeah, it's fucked. I couldn't imagine. So, good on you, man. I hope, uh, I hope it pulls through, and, and I hope you uh, get over this soon. And yeah, dude, just fucking healthy. kick its ass. That's all you can do. Stay, so cool. stay positive. <laughs> But, uh, uh, yeah. So we got uh, smallest, smallest balls of the week. Small balls. Small testes. Uh, small balls for me. I'm gonna give it to Kobe because I'm fucking tired of Kobe. Like, <laughs> it's his fucking birthday, and everybody needs to know about it. Yeah, Nobody fucking talks this much about Michael Jordan's birthday. Also, <clears throat> when he's like no longer, because Michael Jordan's apart, like seventy years old. No one's apart. Of the GOAT debate other than Michael and fucking LeBron now. So Kobe's like, well, I better go play some more basketball. And the fucking big three now. It's bullshit, Kobe. Fucking hang him up. I'm tired of hearing about it. You were good. As long as you got a partner in L.A. Dude, like, Cameron is going to fucking uh, yeah. shit on your chest. He was good to score fucking 40 a game when he shot game? shots a game. So <laughs> fucking Kobe, go hang out with your fucking family like your wife recommends and leave us the fuck alone. Please. I'm going to give smallest balls to Aerosmith, the band, for performing with Post Malone on the stage. I've been popping billions, man. I feel like a rock star. Actually, it was a pretty good performance, but I'm still going to be like, what's the I don't know the words. I said something. Something is and stuff. And fucking it wasn't. Ta 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 ta. And then, what's his name? 21 Savage, like, man, da 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 da. Fucking horrible flow. I got a 12. Ten, or, why you got a 12 car garage when you only got 10 cars? Yeah. Some, some shit like that. <laughs> That's what he says. Yeah, it's why so do funny. you have that? That's a you good question. You got a 12 car garage because did you want to have enough space to stand in between your 10 fuckers? Oh, the, other, the other one is where he keeps his tools. Yeah. Hey. The fucking toolbox is tools. You said tools. I liked it. I didn't know he had that many rat attacks. 
Homeless fucking post White Iverson is fucking grown up. You heard it here, Matt Hatton says homeless people have the smallest balls. As long as they're post yeah. Somebody, He's fucking grown over, dude. He was on Ghost Adventure. He's actually not he's bad. very talented. I low key he's love. very talented. He fucking, I see a video of him like singing Bob Dylan. I see it like in concert. I see another video of him like fucking screaming metal. Killing in the name of, dude. Yeah, I see yeah. other videos and he's just like bombing and, beers. Like, and I'll there's something about him that I just can't deny. He did that fucking performance that he made with Aerosmith. They did Aerosmith songs. They did Dream On. Yeah, it was fucking yeah. And he played guitar with Joe Perry. Like, fuck. So yeah. I, I'm I, sorry for hating on you for, for a while. I recently was told that I looked like Post Malone if he took a shower. I don't see it. So, well, I was going to say, I don't know if I should take that as a compliment or. Well, because he's just a think kind about of douchebag looking guy. Because Post gets yeah, so yeah. much ass. That's, yeah, but I don't. You don't look angry. <laughs> he does. So, I mean, in it, itself, you bet. Well, that, might, that guy's just bangs, so I'll take it as a compliment. That guy fucking bangs. He's a fucking white Iverson, dude. I've been balling since I was young. Or whatever. This is this is also the Post Malone podcast. Dude, you know what? Post will probably like shout it out too, because he's like always doing dude, shit. He's, with, like, he's, he's the man, dude. Yeah. Dude, I remember I, I watched a video on YouTube of getting a fucking signed copy of a uh, Infinite Annihilator's album. Yeah. Super into it. Like he's D- just a Dickie Allen signed it for him. Interesting dude, man. He really is, and he's young. He's twenty-three. Yeah, dude, well, he was in a post-hardcore band yeah. before, like, yeah, he's <laughs> and then he's like, "This is going nowhere. Yeah. Let me be a rapper just now." Just like uh, Jaden Pinkett Smith is in a hard, a hard metal band. What? Yeah, I can't remember what the fuck it's called. She's in a metal band. Yeah, really? it's a real thing. Like so Will Smith's white, fucking fish booty. Too. Yeah, from God. Yeah. Ice T was in a metal band. Well, body counts are fucking head, awesome. Body, body, body counts the shit. Baddy count. He's like, I just want to play my fucking Xbox. <laughs> he said, check your your email address for your password. And I said, I don't know my fucking password. <laughs> yeah, that's a fucking great remix of the Suicide Tendency. Yeah, yeah, and then they did Rain and Blood, which was yeah. also fantastic. Dude, they get it. Okay. Henry so, Rollins is a new stand-up special. Yeah. Henry Rollins. Is, <laughs> that dude's brain is limitless. Dude, Henry Rollins... If I, okay, you said, uh, who was your dude? Uh, Paul Rudd. Yeah. You would bang Paul Rudd if you had to bang a guy. I said I would kiss Paul Rudd. Oh, uh, well, you would also bang him in this story. From <laughs> in this story. He slipped like a $5 bill into my pocket. And man, Paul Rudd, or I love you, man, Paul Rudd. I love you, I man. Love you slapping the slap face. Slap He's slapping the balls. Slapping the bass, man. My balls slapping the face, man. But no, uh, Henry Rollins is that guy for me. Henry Rollins, dude, Black yeah. Flag. He did his dude, fucking yo, spoken he word. Like, he was dating. He would put you in a headlock and just destroy. I don't care what he did, dude. He, he could have been dating me. He could have been dating me. He would fucking <laughs> destroy you. Dude, he's yeah. one of the fucking most intelligent guys. Yeah, but like he's not so. even that. Like, and he's not even that mean. He's actually like a very, right. very nice. But if you got like so riled up, like he was like on stage. Oh, dude! I watched a video of Black Flag, like Black Flag playing, and like some dude kept trying to fucking steal the mic from him, and he just like started popping him in the fucking yeah. head, and yeah. it was awesome. I I what, dude, you'd be wearing a black flag. Well, dude, you know what? I wish. I wish that I was that guy. So later on in life, I could be like, yeah, guys, I got my fucking head punched in by fucking Henry Rollins. What's I up? I got my asshole torn open by Henry Rollins. That's the new subject that I like for the podcast. Celebrities we would fuck. Male celebrities we yeah. would fuck. My, Henry Rollins is really probably, like, I don't know if I could continue this, like, segment, though, because... Yeah, it's getting all horned up over there. Well, no, I just mean, like, there's not a lot of dudes that I, I'm like... 
That fucking guy. Well, but Henry you're Rollins. You're going to have to spill yours because we've already, you know, lost well, I, I, I got all this stuff, dude. It's limitless. It'll come out Limitless like Henry Rollins' is brain. Yeah, for sure. Or fucking, uh, what's his nuts in that movie? Limitless. Bradley yeah. fucking Pooper. Yeah, Bradley Jim Pooper. Jim Carrey. There's a Limitless TV cool. show now, too. I'd fuck Jim Carrey just so I could listen to him talk to me after we were finished. And he'd be like, everything is insignificant. Life is the eternal solution. Dude, that's the best movie of all time. Really so. I remember the first time I watched it and I was like, oh! Yeah, it's, it's fucking, good. it's a brain twister. But uh, I'll go into my small balls now. Uh, the fucking uh, meth head that decided to wreck Franklin the other day. Fucking Clay guy. Nice, yeah. Yeah, Clay like, uh, shout out to Sporting <laughs> Yeah, fucking, I was sitting on my back porch, smoking a cigarette. And I heard smoking some. Smoking a meth. Smoking, no, I wasn't smoking a meth because then I probably would have. I probably would have. <laughs> Stole a car and wrecked it into fucking everyone. But yeah, I was just sitting out there, started hearing some tires squealing, so I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Ran up, and I hear a big fucking kapow, and fucking there's a Durango with its like tire ripped off, (laughs) a fucking Jeep that like ran over 17 street signs, then up the street, fucking person wrecked over by fucking Little Caesars. Fucking chaos, Dude, dude. Dude takes off on foot, gets tackled in the shoot's parking lot. Like, stay out of my town. One of my buddies seen that, and like, by the time he finally saw the guy on the street, he's like, oh, that's crazy. And then he's like, oh, it's all connected. <laughs> he's like, oh, shit, that must have to be. <laughs> everything. Everything. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's all connected. It's like fucking Henry Rollins' brain. He just painted it out as much. <laughs> yeah, that's my, my small balls of the week. That that's fucking guy. That's a good one. So, uh, who are you? Fucking Kobe, fucking Bean, Soup, Bryant. Let's give it to the meth head. <laughs> I'll, I'll go with the meth head. wins. That's what's getting written down. The meth man. Meth man. Nice. Not method. Yeah, no, it's method. Method. I win every week. We're going to get Seuss and Sisler. I got styles all over shit. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. I thought I told y'all. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. I love Bring the motherfucking ruckus. He's got that super sperm. Jim Chimney, Chim Chim to read. Yeah. This fucking pod's off the rails tonight. It is. But uh, going off the rails in the he says he wants butter. <laughs> this is out of fucking control. <laughs> Peter butter, cause I got butter. He talks about Skippy, Jim, and Peter Pan. He's got it, dude. Yeah, he's, he's he can fucking rap about yeah, anything, dude. We really have some impressive energy tonight. Yeah, dude, you do. I'm just fucking amped up, man. I'm always on. <laughs> <laughs> we will throw this over to our resident golf expert, Matthew he Scott. He doesn't want to talk about Matthew Scott. Matthew Scott. Scotland. He doesn't, he doesn't want to talk. It's a. Uh, I'm gonna talk about my own golf today. I'm fucking break every club in my dad. Yeah, dude, he hit it into the woods and then birdie. He just throws his clubs in the yard. And I'm like, bad day. And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. I'm happy. Today began an interesting segment, period, end of season for the PGA golf season. Uh, it's the first of four FedEx Cup uh, events. And the FedEx Cup, it kind of is a little weird. So, out of the whole golf season that started about a year ago, like before Christmas even, it went till last week's Wyndham Championship. They take the top 125 players for this week. So, after this week, they will take the top 100 after the standings come out. The following week, top 70. And then for the final event, the Tour Championship, they take the top 30. So, this was week one, the Northern Trust Championship. Uh... It's only Thursday, so not a lot has happened. But after the first round, three dudes, four dudes tied at 500 for first place. Kevin Tway, Jamie Lovemark, Vaughn Taylor, Sean O'Hare. Uh, second place, 
We got Hideki Matsuyama, Tommy Fleetwood, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka. Third place, Mickelson at minus three. He's the only notable. At two under, Adam Scott, Jimmy Walker, Justin Thomas, Patrick Reed, and then Tiger Woods is even. You had a stat about Tiger shooting even par. Yeah, uh, this is the ninth time out of his last 15 events that he's shot even par in the first round of a, of an event. Pretty serious business for yeah, fucking consistency. the consistency. Forties, early 40s, 42. Dude, you know, if I could shoot par every time, <laughs> I'd be fucking swinging that dick around and be like, what's up, guys? Literally, if he continues to finish in the top 20 for the next three weeks, he will be in the top <coughs> 30. Like, yeah. it's pretty much a given. Not necessarily, but right now, the standings are like pretty much what you'd expect. I went over him last week, but Dustin Johnson's like way in front because he's the world's number one. Pretty much all the big name players, Justin Thomas, Dustin Johnson, fucking Tigers up there, Ricky Fowler's up there, Bubble, Bubble Watson. Uh, but after this week, we'll have a little bit more insight when it gets cut down to the top 100. So we can go from there. But right now, fucking the beginning of the FedEx Cup uh, playoff. So it's exciting. I'm all about it. Good deal. Pretty much the FedEx Cup is like the Super Bowl of golf or the finals. Like, yeah. It's what it crowns like the best regular season of the year mm-hmm. individually. Yeah, that's probably just mad because I can turn left better than they can. The NASCAR racers? Or the golfers? Or both? Both. I don't know, dude. NASCAR, NASCAR. all they do is go fast and turn to the we left. We'll talk about racing someday. Someday. Racing. I need to really work myself up to that. Though. Yeah, it's a really good well, should Hey, <laughs> now, I know you guys don't watch golf, but who do you think is going to win the FedEx Cup playoffs? Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka. That's a solid vote. I was going to say Fowler or Fowler could be up there. He's in the top 15, top 10. So, what he's going with Fowler, fucking Garrett with Kepka. I think I'm going to go... I was thinking about going Bryson DeChambeau. He's like a sleeper, dude. Yeah. He's a sleeper. We're all about sleepers on this show. But I'll probably play it safe and go with fucking Dustin Johnson because he has a massive lead. It's fair. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Johnson, Dustin Hoffman. I would really like to see Tiger... Number one win or McElroy number two win, but if I had to, if I was putting money on, I'd probably take Johnson because that motherfucker just seems to be flawless lately. So yeah, yeah, dude, he can fucking it's hit like a ball. That, uh, that one guy, dude, um, he's married to Wayne Gretzky. He's a hot fucking daughter. Is so, he? Yeah, and he's from Myrtle Beach, which is like my favorite place ever. So there's like so many things I like about DJ. What's, what's that dude's name? Uh, Susan Newsome. His first name is like Asian Susanusifone. There's Hideki Matsuyama. No, his name's Susanusifone. I don't know. There's a lot he's of fucking, Asian dogs. Uh, he's fucking. Uh, oh, Ligma. Ligma balls. Ligma. Lick it time. Kevin Na. What's the guy that lives next to fucking uh, Mr. Hill? Hank Hill? Hill? Hank Hill. What's fucking Susanusifone? Oh, fucking. The Asian dude. Yeah, he's Laos, actually. Lay Ocean. Mr. Uh, Min, singing Randy Travis, and hey, on. I can't fucking remember what his name is, dude. His wife's name is Min. Min. So many names. Yeah, I can't fucking remember. Can't fucking remember. Min. 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 Short little MMA news breaks, whatever we want to call them. Oh, I got rid of my punching sound effect. <laughs> Game over. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Uh, Hope your cancer feels better soon. Game over. <laughs> uh, 
Fucking Cyborg versus Amanda Nunez was announced for UFC 232. I saw the best meme for this earlier yeah, today. It was uh, fucking. They had the theme. Had Mike Fair, yeah, yeah. It put it up and it was fucking. Uh, One was Vanderlei. Michael Jackson and Vanderlei. Yeah, Michael Jackson and Vanderlei. That was what it was. <laughs> they look so much like those girls. Silva? It's so funny, yeah. Uh, yes. Vanderlei yeah, Silva, yeah. I didn't know there was another yeah. one. Vanderlei yeah. Silva. I mean, I'm sure there is, but not that I'm aware of. The Axe Murderer. Dude, he was a killer back in the day. <sighs> but yeah, I say that should be kind of an exciting fight just because they both like to fucking okay. stand and trade. Little, little girls' room. Yeah, like, uh, Yoel Romero pulled out of his fight with Paulo Costa in, uh, at UFC 230 because his uh, broken orbital bone hasn't healed properly like, properly Jesus. yet. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of that's a... a serious yeah. break, though. I mean, yes. Yeah. What the fuck are you going to do? Yeah, I say that's it's a shame. I, I really like like watching uh, Yoel fight. He's Bro, a fucking Yo, crazy guy. I've watched his podcast with Joe Rogan. He has such an interesting story and like what he's been through and how he climbed through the fucking. They talk like this. <laughs> he, he talks amazing. Joey Diaz had to translate uh, for the episode, and he just talked about his climb from like starting at the bottom and wrestling camps in Cuba and working his way up. Like, just an amazing specimen. Of really oh, he's just fucking uh, soldier of God. I believe is his nickname. At least he doesn't have brown pride tattooed across his fucking chest like fucking Kane Velasquez. Brown pride! Fucking got beat up so bad that he had to go to the WWE. Yeah. Wait, Kane Velasquez? Apparently, apparently he signed a deal with the WWE. Really? Yeah. I didn't see that. I knew it was coming. Yeah, I, I guess this happened like a little while ago. I figured once Ronda Rousey did, it was going to show other big names. Yeah, fucking Brock Lesnar. <laughs> well, Brock Lesnar started. I, I know. I was being a smartass. Once Ronda Rousey made the transition, it's like, holy shit, you can make a ton of money. And fucking still have fun and entertain people. And yeah. it, there's a crossover with the names now, you know, so they can do both. And I think it's entertaining. It's fun. Well, it's I think they just way. need to put WWE superstars in the octagon for real without any training. Remember the brawl for all? Yeah, dude. Back in the when day, fucking when Doctor Doom was just knocking the fuck and out of people. Knocked out by Bart Gunn, and Doctor Doom was actually supposed to win it all. That was the way it was scripted. But Bart Gunn ended up knocking him out, and then Bart Gunn got annihilated by Butterbean. Oh, dude, Butterbean fucked him up, so they got rid of it. And people booed for the second name, and they hated it. It was stupid. It was fucking. Why am I watching these wrestlers box? They're not. I thought it was cool. I thought it was real cool. But oh, so stupid. Brawl for all. Right. <laughs> it, it was the real fucking. It, they, they really were fucking fighting in there. I thought that was kind of a cool thing. It was hilarious. Though. But, uh, okay. Uh, Dana White recently said that the UFC is now worth over $7 billion after signing their TV deal with ESPN. So That's crazy because we saw what a big TV deal can do for, well, I think, for the NBA. Right? I think it was what? Uh, ESPN. Yes. Bought rights for like 1.5 billion dollars for four years. Fox bought, uh, or no, yeah, because Fox uh, was first before, right? Yeah, there was that was a big Fox one. Sports, and that was a big Spike. Money deal. Spike, Spike was on there. I think that was so the this original. This is the biggest one. one though. It keeps going up every time they sign a deal. Well, I mean, really, they're only scratching the surface of earning potential for the UFC. If which they would go back to rankings, doing it right, then they would earn even more money. Oh, agreed, and. They need to stop fucking paying their fighters like shit. Like for sure. I'm not saying that they need boxer money, but because boxing is such a fucking crazy worldwide phenomenon for one reason or another. But like, you can pay your fighters a little bit better. Just got a seven billion dollar TV. But we saw with uh, the NBA when they got their massive TV deal, the money did go throughout the league. Yeah, but I'm hoping that they do it there. But like, hopefully at the UFC, some of these guys that are in like running the fucking UFC, I feel like you're kind of like. Shady businessman. Frutada. 
plus whatever that fucking WME that bought yeah like not fucking Zufa anymore but I don't know like I just feel like there's a lot of money that is being withheld from fighters which the fighters are the product like well it's only going to a top percent of the fighters who are the biggest draw and they're not even ranked but and, the, and, the, and they're not even getting that much like in the grand scheme of things Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor doesn't make what he probably should make his he, biggest painting was a boxing yeah match. I say exactly he's never gonna make fighting in the octagon what he made that one fight with Floyd Mayweather but that could be Conor McGregor fight coming in October it's gonna be fucking phenomenal I'm excited oh I can't wait it's, it's gonna be a good one I'm hoping to watch it but game over it's gonna be game, game over for one of those motherfuckers could be hey. he's gonna get Jose out of I see. I'm just. I'm still After on the other side. Massive homer. Javi Baez is back in the field making ridiculous grabs. But he does. And uh, last thing I have for uh, MMA, another debate. So SummerSlam just happened. <laughs> Brock Lesnar loses his title finally to Roman Reigns. <clears throat> does this open the door for? DC versus Brock Lesnar. Yes, he now that he uh, dropped the title from the WWE, what happens is he enters the pool and serves his six months. Yeah. He enters the pool, serves his six months, and now he's done. So he then he'll fight. So six months he'll fight. I, I hope. I hope Lesnar goes in there and just fucking well, mauls him. They just did a storyline <laughs> where he turned on he turned on Paul Heyman. So now Paul Heyman's gonna find another Lesnar guy. Lesnar did. Yeah, like he finally snapped on him a little bit and he just lost the title to Reigns. So the debate is, is he going to go to the UFC? But yeah, because he's going to he drop the title. He goes back into the pool for USADA because now he has to drain all the steroids from wrestling out of the system. And then he'll, uh, he'll enter the fighting pool and, and go I back to go back the UFC regardless. Because that's just what he does. He wants, one more, he wants a couple more fights, make some big money. Maybe, and then he'll retire and become a Hall of Famer. I'd just like to see him uh, fucking just take out DC. And then go home and land on top of his wife, like he said, that one fight. Yeah. Yeah. To go home and land on top of my I'm going to go wife. home and drink a Coors Light, and I'm going to lay on my wife. You know, fucking Sable's on it, too, probably. Just lays on top of her. like, ah, oh, Margo flops around. She does Margo have like, like, huge Margo. breasts, so it probably is like... Match his huge he breasts. also has huge breasts. So. <laughs> Marvelous Mark Mara was in there first. He was. He was with the fucking boxing get yeah, up. Dude, he's like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> he's just he's like, your tits need to be bigger. I'm not getting good reps. There is an image of Sable that will forever be burned in my brain. Was it the of, fucking hand? Yeah. Paint when fucking... I was a child, she came out and was it No Mercy? Yeah, and it was black. It was a rock. Hand, uh, rock. I can't remember the pay per view. I think it was a pay per view. But yeah, she came out with the hands painted with the titties for the bikini contest. Yeah, yeah I saw like Miss Jack with the titties. Yeah, dude, when they fucking popped it out on pay-per-view once yeah uh, these titties, titties were on pay-per-view once too yeah 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 dude fucking titties Trish Stratus versus uh, Alexis Bliss oh, oh Alexis Bliss yeah. how was that I don't know did that happen it's, it's, no, no I don't Next think so I think. but it's gonna yeah. happen I think and that's gonna be cool cause I love Trish Stratus Eddie McDonald if you ever watch this you're the resident or non-resident WWE <laughs> expert so we'll have Eddie McDonald on the pod yeah, someday share the info yo Okay. Well, that's all I really have. Uh, there's Josh Barger. Barger. How do you say it? I, I say Barger. Barger. He knows a lot about it. So that's it. <coughs> that means we're going to jump into our top 10 uh, wide receivers well, list. Is that it? Not, no, I'm going to do the NFL first, oh, and, okay. then, and then we'll just finish up. I was yeah. like, NFL. Yeah. Two pager today. 
Two pages. You wasted two pieces of paper for all this bullshit. Yes, I did. It's but, you know, it's because I care. You didn't even fill up that piece of paper. It's close. You fucking bullshit you know, ass. I care about our viewers. All care about the environment. Two of them right now. Matt 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 watching. Hey, Matt. Nice I don't know Matt you, but Matt I, I like... I went yeah. to high school with Matt. He's a nice boy. He is a nice he's, boy. He's, he lives right around is, the corner. Is he a tough boy? Like some of the Pokemons he's that you're catching? He's a proud boy. Matt could be a tough boy. Hey, well, thanks, Matt. But uh, NFL, uh, apparently there's been an outcry for them to change the helmet rule. Yeah, a fucking necessary yeah. outcry. That shit's and horrible. They came out and said that they will not, yeah. will not fucking know. change it. But you they can't lay on, you can't man. hit. You can't like you gotta do something. Like you can't call a textbook tackle on a quarterback roughing the fucking pass. Well, and you can't tell I tell me that when you go down to make a form tackle and a running back or receiver also crouches yeah. down and you make incidental contact. Yeah. That but shouldn't be a fifteen. Your head sticks out yeah. six to eight inches further than your fucking shoulders. How are you not gonna hit with that thing? If you're if your players are gonna kneel, yeah, yeah. If you're if the players are gonna kneel for uh, better police training, they're gonna start kneeling for better official training. Because these well, officials need better training. Remember, you put a woman on the field and strikes and shit's gonna go wrong. The fucking holdout of the officials a couple years ago. Yeah, dude, they had the fucking. Dude, the they're calling fucking touchdowns and interceptions yeah. on the same play. They're like, yeah. ah! the rule has always been the, the offensive player has possession in a tie. Yeah, and they're like fucking. They didn't. They were talking to the YMCA. YMCA. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fucking horseshit. But I don't know, man. Like a lot of former players are coming forward and being like, "I guarantee you, it's impossible to fucking tackle somebody without hitting them with your helmet occasionally." Like, yeah. it just is. I say, like, I agree. I like the middle of the body rule. Well, I, I say, I mean, and that's and that's great. But like, you can aim for the middle of the body all day, but as soon as the runner drops his yeah. fucking pad level. That middle of the body becomes fucking shoulders, right. head area. And I get and the targeting shit. Like, if yeah. you're just going head first, like, landing. Yeah, and launching. Out, I get it. But if you're going to wrap somebody up and you hit with your helmet, that's fucking inadvertent contact. Dude. Well, another thing that needs to change, too, is, well, probably even worse now, but I've seen plays where, like, players have been blocked and, like, a forearm grazed, like, the quarterback's helmet or something, right. and they get a fucking 15-yard roughing the passer call for fucking, yeah. literally, like, it... it Dude would have hit me with that, and like it would have fucking put a hair out of place. Yeah, and they're getting fucking fifteen yard penalties for that bullshit. It's changing the outcome of too many games on unnecessary penalties, and it's fucking really fucking up the league. It's it's diminishing confidence in players. It's making it harder for them to to play to their full. Well, yeah, potential. because they fucking they're let off. They, they let. It, yeah, them. I saw it last year. Is uh, Bills versus Panthers. Cam Newton takes off around the edge, going down the sideline. Uh, dude has him dead to rights. But he thinks he's going to run out of bounds, so he lets up. All Cam does is just fucking sidestep, sidestep stays in bounds, picks up another 10 yards. All because fucking dude didn't want to get penalized. He because should have fucking known that you don't get penalized for jacking up Cam. No, but yeah, it's no, just no. The, the, the principle the of the issue. Yeah, no, I got you. The yeah. principle cast. Yeah, no, it is bad. And I don't blame Cam. Like, smart play on his part, but like, you can't take a defender and like make them useless on the field you need to put P to B and get it done yeah, yeah. exactly uh, next on the list uh, OBJ is about to get OB paid that's what I yeah, mentioned earlier but Ballin. he deserves it man that guy is fucking some talent he's kind of like working on lowering that divaness you know, his you know, attitude's gotten a little better since he got hurt so he gets paid he's gonna be default he's gonna but, but I said I, I saw that he's like the numbers that he's looking to get is highest total value, 
highest average value, highest over three years cost. Like pretty much highest every everything. yeah, every like monetary he's statistic. Play. He's making a play to show that if, if a team has enough money, he might he or might if they him. want their player enough. Where else yeah. is the Giants money gonna go? Right now. Yeah. Eli's gonna be retiring. Yeah. Like that, that's money that's gonna be freed up here soon because they're gonna have to either sign a free agent or bring in Thanks. somebody on a rookie deal. Thanks, they got, <laughs> their best defensive player is probably Janoris Jenkins. Yeah. If Jason Pierre Paul still. Yeah, he's kinda of like Olivier awesome Vernon. Vernon is good if he stays healthy. He's really good. Yeah, he's really I'd good. say Jenkins and him are up there. Landon Collins. That's who I was thinking, the safety dude. <laughs> yeah. He was the, almost a defensive player of the year. I always get him and Jenkins confused. He's probably their best overall, like tackles-wise, turnovers. But offensively, they don't have money going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So why is this you pay the guy? Is this the team last week I was confused about Tiki Barber? Yes. Yeah, Tiki was a giant. Yes, yep. not a Buffalo Bill. For everyone that watched last week, Tiki Barber did in fact never play for the Bills, and O.J. Simpson did. He also... <laughs> Orenthal James Simpson. Orenthal James Simpson. I was actually just thinking his name. If the glove doesn't fit, you must yeah. quit. Fucking USC has put out some fucking players, dude. Just thinking like well, one okay. of the most prestigious colleges in terms of modern like modern day plantations. Yeah. It's too bad like all of them have some kind of controversy. Like even like okay, OJ back in the day with like Reggie Bush, Matt Leiter, like yeah. Pete Carroll. Yeah, so it's something. Yeah, Reggie Bush spawned an entire generation of people calling bad weed Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. I don't smoke that Reggie Bush. I don't. I didn't even know that that was a thing. That's See? a real thing. I just got learned today. Just got learned it up, boy. But yeah, people who uh, smoke shwiggy swag call it Reggie Bush, uh, which doesn't make sense because he's a good player. I think. Do you think OBJ deserves to be the highest paid? Like, I mean, between him, AB, and Julio Jones, I don't see. Like I, I can't really like make a offense? make a solid discernment between the three. Like yeah. one of those three deserves to be so the highest. Thinking, like in my head, Julio's the oldest of them, or he plays like it because he's been hurt a little bit. I think I think Antonio, Antonio is the oldest. Cool, he's when never you hurt. see my top ten, you're gonna be like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Antonio gets the most targets. So, but as far as just like sheer talent goes, OBJ. I, yeah, he's got it like by landslide. By my opinion. Oh, I like DeAndre he's Hopkins good, a man, lot. Like, how much money is he making? I mean, like he really he, he, he's not really making a lot yet. Because I mean. like he's he's fucking really good. Yeah, he well, he, I think he'll have a big year if uh, Deshaun Watson right. stays healthy. The too. problem is they project him to be like a top <coughs> flight receiver, and then he doesn't produce, so he just doesn't make the money. Right, but uh, he, he doesn't make the money. OBJ man, hands, speed after the catch, and it, his attitude stays like Snapchat legend. He'll be yeah. fucking. He deserves it. Making fun of ball dudes at the All-Star game. Like a boss. Like a boss. Hanging out with kids. People copying his hair. He's got something going on. Dude, people like him. Like I mean, like people kind of enjoy his cocky little diva attitude. I don't, per no. se. But, I hate it. I hate like, it. But as like a football player, dude's fucking intense. Yeah. He made one of the best catches I have ever seen. Probably one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. But uh, a couple of free agent signings. Uh, George Aloka, he was a safety for the Cincinnati Bengals, just got cut recently. Yeah, I say he was very veteran player, good. Uh, he just got signed by the Minnesota Vikings. Why haven't they cut Pac-Man yet? I don't know. Cause he's, Pac-Man, isn't he like as old as Tiki Barber? He's fucking old, dude. 
He still produces though, but he keeps getting in trouble. He's dumb. Just he's dumb as shit. That's like, like saying the fridge is still playing. Pac-Man, Man, Joe. Super Bowl shuffle. Fuck out of here. The Ruxin no, shuffle. Did the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, Bowl shuffle. Yeah, yeah with Ruxin and wasn't MJD that? Yeah, dude. Where's John Jerry? You see my guy. Did it? Fringe. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, Ruxin. <laughs> yeah, he was a WrestleMania too. But uh, and then uh, the Bills signed. It's not as big of a signing, but. Cool, nonetheless. Uh, John Ryan, for, uh, former punter for the Seattle Seahawks, <laughs> which he wasn't outright cut. He asked the Seahawks to release him. That, well, that's the confidence this guy has. He's he's one of the top five punters in the league. So, like, and I don't care what anyone says. Everyone talks shit on kickers and punters. Fucking field position is a real thing. If yeah. you have a punter that can consistently keep your opponent within the fucking five yard line, that's who's, an advantage to your defense. Who's that punter from Oakland? He doesn't he's, play. He's a Mar- Marquette King plays for the Broncos now. That's what I mean. Like fucking, he. I thought he's it was a weapon. Be like the year of the punters, and I thought like you know, all of a sudden it was gonna be like badass punters and kickers getting respect. That didn't last very long. But uh, he signed with the Bills, which is kind of cool because uh, the Bills currently have Stephen Hauschka, which was the former kicker for the Seahawks. So they're reunited. They have a little bit of a bromance. I think. I think that's like. I think he intentionally picked the Bills. You think so? Yeah. Because, I mean, they, the Bills wanted competition for Colton Schmidt. And they had a rookie there. And the rookie ended up tearing his ACL. So, that was a no-go. So, they brought in a fucking really good punter. So, Colton Schmidt might not be on the team next year. Right? Well, like this coming season. And uh, the Jets, apparently, are looking to make a trade for Khalil Mack. I didn't finish writing that on my, yeah, <laughs> on my sorry, paper. I just said, <laughs> Jets, like- Jets looking to trad. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good I am at writing dude, notes. Oakland doesn't resign Khalil. He needs to go somewhere where he can fucking beat a PTP. Buffalo. That's what you say. I mean, the shitty thing for him is he has no control. Yeah, he doesn't. But like, Atlanta. dude, Buffalo could like be like, hey, here's Shaq Lawson and like a third round pick. Give Colin us Khalil. Uh, Who knows what Oakland wants in return? He updated his predictions for uh, the NFC and AFC and all that stuff. And he had uh, the Steelers at 12 and, and 4. And uh, who were we just talking about? The team was it? The Bills. The Bills. Had them in a winning season. Uh, oh, nice. Eight, eight, eight. Yeah, and then uh, the Browns at like 6 and 10. Hey, that's still a, dude, that's still a six game improvement. Seven. If you're going to yeah. win two games out of 32, and then, or one out of 32, one and 31. So, I mean, stupid. Uh, that's a big improvement. The Bills also announced that Josh Allen will start the third preseason game against the Bengals, which this is the first time that the Bills this preseason have announced a starter for a game. Yeah. <laughs> which I guess is just another excuse to get hyped by the game. Well, I mean, I, but like it also shows a little bit of a vote of confidence in it them. Does. It does. I just fucking hate the preseason. Well, no, I understand, but this, this is probably the biggest preseason game for me just because we finally get to see Josh Allen run kid, with the first team. For that kid, it's huge. Oh, definitely. I mean, this is... Really, his first look at first team defenses with his first team offense. Yeah. So it's exciting. If and it was week one or week two, I wouldn't give any shits. Now I get like on yeah. one and a half shits. Yeah. Th- third week is the biggest week because the fourth week they usually sit like almost every starter. Yeah, it's the only week that really does count. First and third. And like, they're still not going to be like going all out or scheming specifically for the kid. No, they're, they're just going to let him fucking go. Like game speed. Oh, dude, he's, yeah. he's, I, I expect him to take some fucking. Deep bombs, like show off the cannon a little bit, Deep. see what's going on. I just hope he doesn't fucking peter out like Peterman 
petered out. Hey, man. We'll, have to, we'll out. just have to wait and see. And then, this has been a very Bills and former Bills NFL week, but uh, Richie Incognito, known fucking just psychopath. For people who don't know, when he played for Miami, he got, like, roasted for fucking just racist comments towards this fucking young black lineman, telling him he was, like, derogatory shit, and then also saying he was, like, gonna fuck his mother. And his sister. Like, and his sister. And, like, <laughs> general people. Yeah, it was bad. And then, like, the kid, what was the kid's name? Jonathan Martin. That's it, Jonathan. I wanted to say Jonathan Davis, but I was like, he's like, I, yeah. he's, he's like, like I'm holding that. That's something. Yeah, but just like, I got the, the dude was, like, crying about it. And it came out that, like, it was kind of mutual, but it just pretty much defined that Cognito, Incognito was a fucking psycho bastard. Well, I say, I mean, like, after that, he posted videos of him smashing up his yeah. fucking Ferrari with a baseball bat. He's a fucking psycho Billy freakout. Well, it's a psycho Billy freakout. But uh, then, you know, he gets a second chance. Signs with Buffalo. Plays well. Plays really well. I think he was a pro bowler two or three years in a row. Then he, out of nowhere, retires. <laughs> then he says he wants to play again. Fires then he... Or something. Yeah, he fires his agent over Twitter. <laughs> uh... Goes to a gym, throws weights at some guy, and says the CIA and the FBI are watching him. So there's that incident. And then the latest one, he just got arrested at a funeral home. His father passed away, I guess very unexpectedly. So, like, condolences to the Incognito family, obviously. But apparently, when he was at the funeral home, he was telling the director that he wanted to cut off his deceased father's head so he could study it. This dude's fucking nuts. Game over. Well, it only gets better. And apparently his father's dying wishes were to be cremated, so they went back and forth trying to get him to sign this cremation certificate, and he wouldn't do it, wouldn't do it, finally signed it, and then decided he didn't want to do it again, and then he wanted to have him buried, went on a tirade, started punching caskets, and then he told all the employees that he was going to go out to his car and get his guns and shoot and kill them all. And then he was arrested. So, Richie Incognito, seriously, get yourself some fucking help, guys. Give it a rest, you psycho Billy freakout. Like, I, I wouldn't say it to his face. What the fuck? <laughs> but, no, he's nuts, dude. And he's like 400 pounds of just man. <clears throat> dude, he's a big dude. Crazy man. Yeah. And, like, and the stuff that we mentioned isn't all of it either. He had issues in college. Right. He had issues after he was drafted and played for the Rams. And this is just the shit that's been leaked. Like, yeah, who this knows is what he does in private. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't want to be alone with his thoughts. Anyone that says they want to cut off their dead father's head, like right after he dies, right. and like I need well, to do some studies. You know, Keith Richards <laughs> snorted his father's ashes. Keith Richards is never gonna die either. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's that got the life force of his dad, dad in there. The fucking I ashes have the power. That's something. He's probably part island. Dude, he's fucking part drugs. <laughs> he's yeah, fucking he's 50% human, 50% fucking heroin. You got so, these dudes that die at 27, and you got Keith Richards who should have died 27 times. This <laughs> is like not yeah, happening. Won't happen. So, not uh, the day we, death. What's next? Are we around the list? Yeah, we are Back. officially at our Love fantasy it. wideouts. We're going to do top 10. Did you do sleepers this week? Shit. Okay, top 10 from me, Josh, and Matt. And then me and Matt will hit two sleepers apiece afterwards. Two sleepers. Uh, who wants to start out with their wideout list? I'll start since I don't have uh, the sleepers. Yeah. 
I'm starting out with Antonio Brown because uh, everybody did. Uh, not everybody, but he's just he's fucking amazing. Uh, next, I have uh, Hopkins, and then after that, Odell Beckham Jr., which was a hard one. It was like, do I want to switch those two? But I didn't. Uh, Julio Jones at four, five. Uh, Keenan Allen, six. Mike Thomas, uh, seven. AJ Green, number eight was a rough one for me. Because it was either uh, Adams from Green Bay, Devonte Adams, or I was going to have, uh, but I decided to stand on Juju Orenthal, James Schuster. I was like, you know what, Juju could he could do some production. He was like thirteen or something like that, so I bumped him up the list to eight. At uh, nine, I put Larry Fitzgerald because uh, he wasn't predicted in the top ten, but it's Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, yeah, until he stops producing. Yeah, he's (laughs) definitely on the list somewhere. And then ten, I have uh, Stephon Diggs. Solid list. Solid list. These are tough, man. Like, barring, like, no production of injuries. It'll vary intensely. Uh, I'll go ahead with my ten. Number one's got to be Antonio for me just because the volume of targets. Yeah. I mean, that motherfucker gets double the targets of any other receiver in the league, pretty much. Uh, number two, just because there's nobody else in New York to throw to in the whole state. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> they play in New Jersey anyway. That's Fuck true. You. Well, that's two states <laughs> in it, I guess. But, uh, number three, I went with Julio, just because his production's dropped a little bit the last couple of years, but he's still a fucking man. Uh, number four, I think Michael Thomas is, you know... He's always putting up numbers. I think he's going to have a little better year this year. The Saints kind of hit stride last year, so we'll see. Number five, A.J. Green. He's just solid every year. Uh, Six, DeAndre Hopkins, because potential to be real good, but never quite lives up to it. Seven, like we said, uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Until he, I don't give a shit if he's 61. Until his stats start going down, like he's gonna be. I think what he caught like every fucking year. ninety passes again last yeah, year, or something like that. Thousand yards again, like I don't know how he just keeps going. Uh, some dreadlocks. Number eight, Keenan Allen, another guy that could be better, but for some reason, like he keeps getting hurt, and, like just doesn't produce. At the end of last year, then when he came back, he fucking was dominant. So yeah. uh, number nine, Brandon Cooks with the Rams. Oh. That dude's just talented. He got paid. He hmm. he needs to live up to the hype. And number ten. Uh, Adam Thielen, dude. A lot of people would put uh, Stephon Diggs, but the last half of the season last year, Thielen just racking up targets, man. So sure. I feel like uh, he's gonna get another year. See, I think our list like, kind of varied. You can flip flop like him and Diggs. I just I feel like it's personal preference. Like Cousins is gonna have chemistry with one yeah. of those two, so it's either gonna be Diggs or Thielen. I'm with Thielen. Uh, my sleepers. Uh, this guy also could be the top ten. Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. Uh, with a real quarterback, hopefully a real quarterback in case Keenan out in Denver, I think. Uh, Sanders. Sanders. I think he fucking revives himself. Him or DT, one of the two. And then uh, my other sleeper, going to uh, Baltimore from Oakland, Michael Crabtree. Uh, I watched the Ravens preseason, first two preseason games. Flacco looks a little bit revived, probably because he finally decided he needs to live up to that fucking paycheck. About time. And Michael Crabtree, dude, uh, coming out of college... He was highly touted, and he's had moments of brilliance. And moments of fucking, fucking getting nonsense. that chain yeah. ripped off. But I think he has potential to fucking catch a lot of balls, too. So, Sanders and Crabtree, my sleepers. Uh, my list is uh, number one, Odell Beckham Jr. Hmm. I say I think he's 
He had a lot of time to recover from his injuries. He's getting paid. His attitude's so much I say, Yeah, I say a, a focused Odell could be a dangerous Odell. Uh, number two, I have Antonio Brown for obvious reasons. Uh, three, I have Julio Jones. Four, I have DeAndre Hopkins. Five, I have Stephon Diggs because I think that's I, I, my personal opinion. I think that's going to be I Kirk think he's Cousins' more guy. Talented. I think last year Thielen uh, just got the <coughs> bulk of the targets. Oh him. yeah, I mean like Thielen or they, they, they might play guy. Well, yeah. they might have the best wide receiver tandem. Dude, it reminds in, me in of football. the late '90s when Ed McCaffrey <clears throat> and Rod Smith were catching 100 balls or, or fucking or like Chris Carter and Randy Moss early um, on in that run. run. Yeah, I mean there hasn't been very many tandems in history that have caught 100 balls each. No, Diggs and Thielen could be one of them. Oh, easy. I think they really could. Uh, number six, I have Keenan Allen. Probably best route runner in football. Real precise. Yeah, I think he's like 6'4". Just Just, about staying healthy for him. Yeah. Uh, Number seven, I have Mike Evans. That's a big one. Regardless, I don't know who's going to be throwing the ball. Could be Ryan Fitzpatrick. Could be Jameis Winston. But the dude is physically imposing. You know, you you can't teach being 6'5", 240 pounds. Is he a tape, too? Or is he in negotiations? Mike Evans. Didn't he just get a contract? Yeah, he's one of the highest paid receivers in football right now. Uh, number eight, I have Tyreek Hill, just because Pat Mahomes coming in as a starter, you got that fucking cannon, and you got Tyreek Hill with that speed. Versatility, man. He can do. Well, so did you much. see that pass that he got in the preseason the other day? Yeah. Fucking had the dude beat by like fucking five yeah, yards. So and fast. Mahomes put that fucking ball on a dime. Not to mention, like he'll get points as a receiver, but he's also going to get points as a running back and as a return man. Yeah, so. I say he's multifaceted, real good player. Uh, number nine, I have Doug Baldwin Another because they don't really have anything out in Seattle. Yeah, they signed uh, Brandon Marshall and they have but return guy. Well, Brandon say? Marshall hasn't really been no, he, he Brandan Marshall. Hurt. I mean, he did. He, yeah. he, has he went from NFL record for yeah, he went from catching twenty one passes yeah. in a game to whatever he is now. You know who threw those balls to him in that game? Fucking Kyle Orton. Was it Kyle Orton? I, I loved yeah. Kyle Orton when he was in Buffalo, dude. He was good. He's solid, dude. But uh, I think yeah, who's the other guy? Uh, the fucking return that, that, guy. In Seattle. Your brother's real high. Oh, uh, fuck. I can't think of his Tyler Boyd. Or not Tyler Boyd. Uh, it's Tyler something, I believe. Lockett. Tyler Lockett. Yeah. He's not really panned out either, so. Yeah. They also have Paul Richardson, who's pretty good. Yeah. Or did he... He might have left. I'm not sure. I, I don't know. But uh, then number 10, I have Brandon Cooks for the Rams. I say Sean McVay is a genius when it comes to scheming receivers yeah. open. And, uh, and they didn't have... Robert Woods. Receivers last year. Robert Woods had like two consecutive games where he went over 200 yards, right. and that's Robert Woods. Right. And who has loads of potential but never quite panned out. Brandon Cooks has panned out, so yeah. he could be. Yeah, he's been good in fucking New England. He's been good in New Orleans. Yeah. Now he's out in Hollywood, fucking yeah. about to be catching balls with Jared Goff. And uh, my two sleepers, these are very deep sleepers. Mm-hmm. I have uh, Zay Jones for the Bills. Mm. He. Finally got that shoulder surgery done. He's healthy. He apparently it looks just far and away like a different player than he did last year as a rookie, which that happens. But I guess he looks more motivated than they've ever seen him before. He, he's the guy in Buffalo, not KB. I I still think Kelvin Benjamin gets the bulk of the targets, but I think Zay Jones has the possible I like the possibility of making more of the targets. I got you. Like nice. Uh, and it all like I think if Josh Allen's the quarterback, that really ups his stock yeah. too. Oh yeah. And uh, my second sleeper is Cole Beasley. Yeah. Because he's Beasley. coming in, he's coming into 
the season as the number one receiver for the Cowboys. Fucking five foot eleven white dude. They rapping. Didn't fucking, he play for? Uh, he played for the Colts for a minute. Yeah. I feel like. No, I thought that was uh, Griff Whalen. Well, I, I think they had uh, Brandon Jennings or not Brandon. I thought he played for Cowboys his entire career. I'll Google it real quick. I, know, I thought he played for somebody else. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I'm almost positive that he's been a Cowboys his entire that's career. Pretty, but, that's, that's pretty good. But, I fucking, uh, that is a huge, the two, three really diverse lists. The only fucking ones that really were the same. Me and Matt both had Antonio Brown. But, when you both had Michael Thomas too, I didn't even have Michael Thomas on my list. Yeah. Which I really like Michael Thomas a lot. Great player. Me and you had Keenan Allen. Uh, you had him at six, right? Yes. I five, so like we're pretty close on that. So. Yeah, I say like that's I love this. I love the idea of doing these fantasy things because it it's it's so objective, yeah. and like it helps people make their choices too. Like yeah, if they're not looking it up, they know like here's who the top ten. Yeah, I say like at least you have ten at every position. Yeah, and so, what are we gonna do next week? Uh, next week we should do quarterbacks. That's a good one. And then, uh, yeah, quarterbacks. Then maybe go to the other side of the. Uh, well, I would say probably we'll finish out the offense. We'll do tight ends. And then we can go defense and special teams. Yeah. Do you want, like? Do you want to just do defense and special teams all at once? Yeah, yeah. I uh, say like we'll do top ten of each. Yeah. No sleepers, obviously. You know, like, ooh, my sleeper defenses. Yeah. Indianapolis Colts. Tiki Barber. <laughs> yeah, he has played for the Cowboys. It's yeah. What what round was he drafted in? He was like a he fifth round, undrafted. or he was undrafted. Signed two thousand twelve. Is that another Beasley? Sounds really nice. Michael Beasley, that fucking Michael crazy motherfucker for the Miami Heat. Well, he played for the Heat, the Rockets, the Knicks. Some, some team in China. Yeah, he <laughs> was like really hot out of that college. Well, he's a good scorer. He just he's a, he's a fucking head case too. But I don't know, dude. Cole Beasley, fucking he went to Mike, Mike Trout, SMU. Mike Trout, fucking good guy of the week, Cole Beasley. Yeah, <laughs> going from fucking undrafted player to number one receiver. That's why we, we were all thinking that, because they had Brandon Stokely. Anthony Gonzalez. Like the, the guy, he said Griff. Yeah, Griff Whalen. Yeah, they just, and they're all the same type of receiver. Yeah. You, know, little short you know what I heard, uh, an opinion this week, which uh, made sense, but it's uh, the best quarterback era in history right now. Well, I, I don't doubt that just because yeah. of we're the focus on the passing game. Yeah, yeah, I would agree, but like, like the talent level the might not be the talent, But look at all the names that, like, look at all the. Yeah, but I would have to go with, like, the Marino, Elway, yeah, Jim Kelly era. Because as those guys were fading out, so one of the great eras were coming. Oh, this is definitely one of the greatest eras, okay. but, like, at, at like one point in time, we had fucking Steve Young, Joe Montana, Dan Marino, John Elway, Jim Brett Kelly, Favre. Brett Favre, like. And then. Peyton Manning and yeah. Tom Brady got drafted as those guys were retiring. Yeah, yeah. so I've got one Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, uh, Aaron Rodgers, fucking Russell uh, Wilson. Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, Cam Newton, fucking uh, who else? There's a lot. Fucking Blake Bortles. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got the new guys like fucking Mayfield coming out. Well, I think he's going to be a serious good. player in the future, man. He's going to be one of the best. Well, it's it's going to be interesting to see if like all these young guys live up to the hype. Well, we, we well Jared this Goff, he's, well mean, this he's class this Carson class Hedges. is the one to do it because yeah. like there's a lot of fucking hype around this class, but all of the dudes of like I between like, Darnold, Mayfield, Josh Rosen, and Josh Allen, all four of those dudes have loads of potential. I also like, like how the position's getting darker. I mean, it technically is. There's I mean, you, well, you got Deshaun Watson, you got Russell Wilson, Cam Newton. 
It was okay. a white man's position. Uh, Dak Prescott. Yeah. Then Cornell Stewart came in and changed the game and made black quarterbacks cool. Uh, Randall Cunningham. Randall Cunningham. Warren Cunningham. Moon. Cornell Moon. Stewart. <laughs> no, but I say I. Michael Vick. He was there for a while too. You know, Michael Vick was an anomaly. Michael Vick was an awful quarterback early in yeah. his career. Michael but Vick was a dog. He well, but he had a cannon, <laughs> yeah, he and he could run. He couldn't read fucking defense, dude. That was his... But then that motherfucker goes to jail, Serves lifts some time. weight, and uh, then he comes out and he's like, check me out, I'm actually pretty good at throwing this ball now, and too. the Steelers were like, oh, we're just going to shame you into leaving. Yeah, I think they just didn't want to pay him because, what, Roethlisberger got hurt for like two big games. Yeah, well, the and city played good. The city petitioned for him to be cut. He's one of the few guys that have like served time and like donated money to the cause. Like I say, problems, like yeah, know? like I do. I think that like, do do apologizing for it is no. makes up for it. No, yeah, but you know what? Like, the dude actually did right. Who's try to right his wrongs. He's little, still like, trying. To, he's still trying to show. Like, listen, I'm, I'm a different. Person. I was a young fucking idiot. Yeah, and you I haven't like, even been directly involved. Like, you know how those dudes well, like, have, I mean, like, four houses? And yeah, like, it was on his property. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, he couldn't, he, he might not have even, he might have had a, a right. buddy. Was like, he, can he, I he, crash at your house? Yeah, yeah, sure, go ahead. And he's like, so I'm going to. He still should have got punished, but, like, who knows his involvement? Yeah, no one really ever asked for his side of the story, and I don't think anyone ever really will. Right. Michael Vick, come on the podcast. Let's talk about your side of the story. <laughs> but, yeah, I say, I, that's all that I have for this week's yeah, episode. Man. Everyone else good? As always, uh, comment, message, whatever. Let us know. Share. Any ideas you have. Make sure you guys hit up Anchor, Google, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Robot, Radio Republic, iTunes. Apple Podcasts, yeah. Everywhere you want to hear us, we will be there. Thank you so much for uh, watching us and enjoying us. Shout out to our sponsors over at Sonic, Sonic Jiu-Jitsu. It's at 322 13th Street. If you're interested in going to Jiu-Jitsu, it's Tuesday and Thursdays from 6 p.m. to 7.30. It's only 50 bucks a month. Did it? Uh, Maybe uh, for, for this episode, I'm Garrett Crow. I'm Josh Whitty. Hey, you guys have a nice night. <laughs>